With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Greetings, and welcome to the Jewel Network Science Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network is a radio frequency of continuous streaming science, knowledge, and wisdom which promotes and sustains the present evolutionary process of immortality and the unfolding of the God Self within an evolving planetary society on planet Earth. The Jewel Network is committed to broadcasting the sciences of life and the sciences of living by cultivating the mind of a scientist. You are being able to extract the very best the 21st century has to offer. You are listening to the Dr. Drew's Neural Redesign Program and much, much more with your host physician, surgeon, microbiologist, sensitive medicine, hygiene physician, and surgeon general, Dr. Drew Poulton. Greetings, and how are you? Today is a wonderful day as far as I'm concerned. I'm alive. I'm well, and I feel fine. And if you haven't caught the voice, this is your illustrious and lovable Dr. Jewel here at the Jewel Network Science News Radio Station. We're excited to be here as usual. Thanks so much for my uh, engineer here, Mr. Courtney, and we are here to bring you another wonderful show. So without further ado, we are discussing what? Metamorphosis 2. And it's so interesting, you know, I want to tell you a little story and bring you up to snuff here. If you haven't been uh, listening regularly, we started Metamorphosis 1 last week. And so now we are in Metamorphosis 2. And the more that I'm breaking this down and looking at it, Uh, This is something that I am experiencing. I recognize that there's been kind of like a bamboozle that literally humans do experience metamorphosis. In the dictionaries, they say that humans don't experience this, that this is for, quote, other animals. And also, too, it is not brought to our attention that this word metamorphosis is so common, always in our face, that most people don't know much about this word at all. I had the opportunity to go walking this morning in autumn air here. I'm right now in the temperate zone and watching the trees and uh, looking at the flowers as they're giving their last petals. So interesting, the rose hips are available for you now. And if you didn't recognize it, all roses make hips. Yes, nice round hips. Kind of reminds me of the human buttocks. Nice round hips. And after the petals fall off, the hip begins to swell. What does it do? It actually 
dwells to absorb nutrients and minerals for the rose, bu- the rose bush to live through the winter. So this was an old Native American ancient uh, knowledge is that the rose hips were cut once they came into full contour and size, and then they were allowed to dry. Okay, once they dried, because they're going to wither a little bit, then they were crushed with stone, okay, and then hot water was poured upon them. They steeped for about 10, 15 minutes, and guess what? They never had vitamin C deficiencies because the rose hip concentrates ascorbic acid and it's bioflavonoids in the hip itself. So therefore, they always had a booster throughout the winter for their immune system. So they didn't have to rely on acquiring citrus fruits and vegetables to supplement their immune system with vitamin C. Yeah, so therefore, we don't have to rely on uh, shipping of foods from all the way from the other side of the world and from areas that are outside of a radius of 300 miles for us. Any, in any time of the year, we don't have to do that. When you tend to the mother of nature and let her show you what she will provide for you throughout the entire season. So to watch a rose go through its what? Metamorphosis. Beautiful, beautiful petals like skin. Their little pollen. Then they basically release their seeds and then now they grow a storage vault right on the on the stem, the stock, and it can be uh, accessed so easy, cut, dried, and now you have Vitamin C with rose hips. They sell it in the store, but it's growing right there in your yard, and it's fresh the winter. What a metamorphosis. So, again, most of you don't know this word, M-E-T-A-M-O-R-P-H-O-S-I-S, but it is what everything goes through that's living on this planet. Oh, yeah, it does. So let's talk further about metamorphosis, human metamorphosis, which the dictionaries are denying that humans go through. This is preposterous. Again, so this is why I said we've kind of been hoodwinked here, not really being taught the process of our lives. But I'll be right back after this station break from our sponsors. Be right back. Greetings and welcome to the Jewel Network Science Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network is a radio frequency of continuous streaming science, knowledge, and wisdom which promotes and sustains the present evolutionary process of immortality and the unfolding of the God Self within an evolving planetary society on planet Earth. The Jewel Network is committed to broadcasting the sciences of life and the sciences of living by cultivating the mind of a scientist. 
you are being able to extract the very best the 21st century has to offer. You are listening to the Dr. Jules Neural Redesign Program and much, much more with your host physician, surgeon, microbiologist, preventative medicine, hygiene physician, and surgeon general, Dr. Jewel Pope. Hey, well, if you're just tuning in, welcome. You're listening to the Jewel Network Science News Broadcast in behalf of the Jewel Neuro Redesign Program. Now, this program used to be known as the Brain Balancing Program, but we have moved into a whole new level of sophistication. And again, we used to talk about the fact that our technique redesigned the brain, and it really does totally changes the architecture and the neurochemistry of the brain. So we recognize that what we're doing is that we are redesigning the neurons and the anatomical structure of the brain using what? Sacred geometry, and it works. People are different. And what's so wonderful about it, it is permanent. Once you reach that certain point of balance, the neurons lock in because they now what? are at home, they're in their proper place, in their proper circuitry, with their proper complement to do what? Transmit pure neural proteins, or what's known as the BDNF factors, to your bloodstream. So we'll talk a little bit more about that later, but it's awesome the Jewel Neural Redesign Program. And please, if you're not aware of this, Jewel is an acronym. Yes, it is. That's the name of our station. But it's an acronym for what? A state of consciousness. What is that state? Justifiably enchanted with enlightened living. Justifiably, J, enchanted, E, with W, Enlightened E living. That's what Jewel represents, a state of consciousness that we are seeking the entire world to achieve. Hopefully very, very soon. Definitely before 2030. Oh, yeah, we're really hoping for that. And we know that if everybody redesigns their brain, they will be able to have that state of awareness. They'll be justifiably enchanted with enlightened living. Now, let me go to the next level here because we are talking about metamorphosis. But to make it easy, because this gets to be a deep subject, which is why I recognize they haven't been talking about it amongst the humans, just like they don't talk about melanin amongst the humans because these are powerful, powerful, powerful words that represent powerful processes that humans possess. And if they knew about these processes, my goodness, you wouldn't be able to be controlled. You would be able to have access to more of your power and your energy. You wouldn't be afraid of your environment. And most of all, you wouldn't be afraid of change. So remember that. 
two powerful words that this society doesn't want to use around you very often because it's going to start that brain to think. It's going to start all kind of reactions going on in the bloodstream, in the tissues, and those two words are melanin, M-E-L-A-N-I-N. You can welcome to always get my basic primer. I wrote a basic primer on melanin, how to use it for vitamins and minerals. Yes, I did. Vitamins and minerals from A to Z with ethno-consciousness. One of the first books written for the general public on how to use vitamins and minerals to sustain your melanin. Nobody's written a book like that before. And when I wrote this book, I just knew that it was going to be a multi-million dollar seller because the whole world has to have melanin for you to exist in your body. You got to have it. And the people who don't have it, they have serious problems, and they can tell you about that. The vision, nervous system function, hearing, skin problems, digestion, it goes on and on when you don't have enough melanin. It's not a wonderful life without adequate melanin. And so nobody's cursed, no such thing, but a lot of people don't have melanin, but they have to find out why. What happened mentally? What happened emotionally? where the genes that produce melanin have been repressed. That's what's happening in these individuals. So therefore, these metamorphic states that I'm talking about, it's not happening very well in them. And that's what has to happen. We are all destined to go through metamorphic states. We have to because it is a representation of what? Growth and evolution. This is very, very important. So we can evolve and expand ourselves or we can evolve and diminish ourselves. And guess what? People don't recognize it, but death is a metamorphosis, one that you don't want, though. No, you don't want to go through the death metamorphosis, okay, because what do you lose? You lose your third-dimensional representation. You lose your third dimensional vehicle that allows you to be able to occupy space, recognize time and dimension in the third dimension. So guess what? Whether you knew it or not, you're going to metamorphosize one way or the other. So in this case, the metamorphosis that I'm referencing that is not taught well to humans is about their metamorphosis to become an expression of themselves in a different, useful, and constructive form. Okay? Now, I'm going to talk to you about something that's very important here before we go deeper into metamorphosis. First of all, you have to understand that everything as we understand it right now, quantum physically is composed of photons. There's even smaller units of energy and intelligence packed into a photon, P-H-O-T-O-N. As a matter of fact, the energy is so awesome, we just call it forces, weak force, strong force. Oh, yeah, okay. 
and it goes on and on. But right now, we're going to discuss this at the level of the photon. See, we've gone from mass to molecules to atoms, okay? And now we've gone into the subatomic structure of the atom, the photon, the electron, the neutron, et cetera, and then we are going deeper into their structure to the photon. And everything is composed of the photon, okay? The photon is so amazing because it works between the worlds. So it can become a third-dimensional or three-dimensional mass. We call it that, mass. It can take on a mass form, or it can stay in the form of radiance, luminescence, or light. Okay, which means that it can go through anything. Whether you can see it or not depends on the uh, variation and the development of your three-dimensional tool known as the eye. And you also have receptors that can perceive light that don't even have to have an orbit to perceive it. So we talk about those type of eyes that we have. We have six of those. Now, that's a whole different teaching anatomically, but at least most of you know about your either third eye, some schools refer to it, or your first eye, which definitely perceives light without having to have an eyeball and an iris, an eyelid. But you can clearly see where in your mind's eye. This is the mental eye. And the mind is dealing with light. The mind is not physical. And that's where your brain comes in. The brain allows you to now physicalize your thoughts, which are what? Streams of light, radiant light streams with knowledge or information in them. So the knowledge and information is a frequency of photons within photons that are moving through space. So our thoughts basically are awesome. They travel, some authors say, at 23 billion miles a second, carrying information. So obviously they're radiating out of your head, going through the walls, going through the buildings, going out into space, and going to all other areas in the cosmos that are 23 billion miles away or closer. So you're always communicating with all of these different aspects of the cosmos. Can you think about that, that you're thinking that you don't like somebody and you thought that out of your satellite brain into space traveling at 23 billion miles a second? Did you really want the people? Uh, yeah, because there's people on the star system, uh, Sirius, Andromeda, Orion, Pleiades, all of these different planetoids and star systems that have multiple planets and orbits around them that our moons are orbiting around. And you sent that message to all of these different locations in the cosmos. Did you want to do that? 
and you probably have never, ever thought about what you have done. Yeah, but that's why we talk about in our teachings here of universal principles why it is so valuable for you to do what? To stay neutral in your observations of anyone or anything and their behavior unless it is specific and relative to what? For making a conclusion, your purpose for classifying something your purpose for deciding its relevance to you should always be based on your purpose. So understanding that it's real important to understand that we are always in communication with each other. We're always connected to each other because thoughts are are vectors, streams of light carrying information. And that's what we're doing at all times. That's what we're doing at all times. So we're affecting everything and everyone, known and unknown to us. Now, this is important because this will make sense to you as to why metamorphosis is a real factor of your life and existence. But my sponsors want to speak to you, so I'll be right back after this message. You are listening to the Jewel Network Science Radio Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network provides the world nutrition and stimulates expansion and evolution of the human brain, nervous system, and body. Remember, our source is a neuron. If you're just tuning in, welcome, welcome. This is Dr. Jewel, Dr. Jewel Pukram, and I'm your host here for the Jewel Neuro Redesign Program, previously known as the Dr. Jewel Brain Balancing Program. But because we have evolved in our capacities to support neurons in better communicating, amalgamating, transmitting, information throughout the human body, the design that our program creates in the human brain has been awesome. And we use the basic architectural tools to create anything in this dimension, and that is what? Geometry. So check us out. ENR. Dot com, should I say it this way, Jewel, or should I say NeuroRedesign.com, NeuroRedesign.com, check us out. The metamorphosis, so exciting here. So we talked about light and that everything is made out of light. Our thoughts, our hair, our books, our chairs, or everything, they are all light in their primal anatomic structure and element. And so I know you may say, well, this chair doesn't look like it's light and, you know, I'm looking over here at this car, but it is. And at the level of its quantum physical reality, it's made out of photons. And that means what? That it has information in it. Yes, your car has information. The chair you're sitting on has information. The shoes on your feet have information that are using your brain properly, 
you can literally have that information transmitted in your mind, three-dimensionalized by your brain, and every cell in your body knows what the relationship is between you and the chair, you and the shoe, you and the car, you and the tree, etc. Because at the physical level, it becomes chemistry. That's the gift that the brain does. It takes high-frequency beams of light, streams of light, physical terms, a stream of light, stream of consciousness, carrying what? Specific data, information that the brain does what? Slows the rate of those photons down to the extent that they become what? Physical. Physical in what form? In the form of neural proteins. So we've gotten more sophisticated than BDNF, brain-derived neurotrophic factors, brain-derived neurotrophic factors, generator to grow, neural, the neurons, obviously the brain with all the neurons together, and it's a factor that's done, that does what? Re, is released by the neurons into your bloodstream with energy. It's charged so that that information now has become physical in the chemical world, released into the bloodstream so that every cell of your body now knows what you were thinking. This happens so fast that we really don't have time mechanisms to um, measure how fast these reactions are happening between that stream of information coming from your mind into the brain, the brain translates it and physicalizes it into a substance, the BDNF, that goes into the bloodstream, and then the blood carries that substance to every cell in your body. So every cell knows, okay, we're walking. So those things that are not, those organs and tissues not involved in walking are at rest. The muscles that need to be functional are stimulated to take action, et cetera. But it's all a chain of reactions that are happening based on the fact that your thought has become physicalized and now is chemistry in your body. And this is so important to understand. So when the people tell you change your mind, you can change your life, you know, change your brain, you can change your life, telling you it's true, but they're not giving you the little teeny steps in between. And most of all, they're not telling you why. They won't tell you for whatever reason that that brain takes a high-frequency beam of energy and makes it physical. And that physical, physicality, physical physicalization of a thought is now a liquid, a liquid. It doesn't make it into a block. It doesn't make it into a stone. It makes it into liquid. It becomes liquid. Your thoughts become liquid. 
And therefore, they are now able to do what? Be carried on the red blood cells, float in the plasma that the red blood cells travel in through every cell in your body, throughout the nervous system, et cetera, so that your body knows what you are thinking. That's how the body knows what you're thinking. It's a whole chain of reactions that has to happen because the thought is not of this dimension. The brain makes it three-dimensional in the form of a liquid in the blood, on the blood cells to every cell in your body. Know that. This is so important for you to get now in this discussion because that makes you accountable for why your physical body, why the room, why the clothes that you have on, the makeup on your face, why it is what it is. Because this is what you thought. This was the best translation that your brain, these high-frequency beams of streams of information into the chemistry available to you based on the nutrients available to the brain. Now, when you understand that, then it makes sense to you why I need to have water. Brain is 70% water. And you think that your brain is going to be able to translate all of these thoughts that you have adequately and make them into a liquid form, and the brain doesn't have its own foundational element to work with? Water, 70% of your brain. It's not alcohol. It's not beer. It's not tea. It's not crisp coffee. It's not soda pop, Kool-Aid any of these other beverages that you're drinking, water. And so, you know, a lot of the more younger people think, oh, well, you know, I'm not thirsty. Really? Okay. But when you're stumbling and you can't remember that you, the coordination is off, all these different things, you're agitated, just think about the fact that you're not drinking water. And so the brain is trying to process your mental body, all those thoughts, but it doesn't have its elements to work with. You've got to keep that brain hydrated so that it can literally liquefy your thoughts of radiant energy. Thoughts are radiant energy, carrying information. Liquefied by the brain, by the brain. You don't have enough water, it's not happening. I don't care how much alcohol you give it, I don't care how much uh, other liquids, coffee, whatever else, that's not what the brain needs to actually liquefy your thoughts so that the body knows what it is that you are communicating to it. Do you understand? You can say all you want to, et cetera, listen to all these other people, whatever, but the body doesn't get it unless the brain liquefies it. So I guess that's the best word I can use. So the BDNF is the substance that the brain transforms your thoughts into. Cold substance that the brain takes and makes of your high frequency transmissions to the brain so that the body can now be a part of what you were thinking. It's very important. Now, with that said, oh, 
My goodness. Well, I just want to speak to you again. I'll be right back, and we'll go more into now. You can better understand what's really happening with metamorphosis. Okay, I'll be right back after this message. Thank you. Humanity is experiencing a vast variety of disorders, HIV, Zika virus, Ebola, hypertension, meningitis, STDs, Alzheimer's, COVID-19, and many others. These disorders are the result of not knowing how to live within and navigate the human body. Most of us have learned how to drive a car, but have yet to learn how to care for and navigate our body. Enroll into the Jewel University of Immortal Sciences for Immortal Living to learn how to navigate and maintain a disease-free body. Visit us at www.jewish.education or visit us on Facebook. Okay. Yeah, I've been just so intense. I wanted you to understand the step of how thoughts become physical realities in the third dimension. So I'm uh, struggling to see how many minutes I have for my entire show that's left. So I want to know that so I can basically make sure that all these other things that I want to get, uh, yeah, enlarge it for me, please, right? I'm in the studio here, so I'm talking to my uh, engineer. Okay, thank you. Deal with this word I've been talking about here. Portland, I don't want you to be robbed of something that you're going through most of the time, but you don't even recognize it. Metamorphosis. Now, I was just really surprised when I looked in the dictionary and in these supposedly literary uh, circles of knowledge, and they denied that the human goes through metamorphosis. And I'm like, wow, how could that be? How could that be? So this is the definition here, summary of word metamorphosis, M-E-T-A-M-O-R-P-H-O-S-I-S, defined as a change of physical form structure, or substance, especially by supernatural means. Now, as soon as I read that first definition, that's the primal general public definition. How could humans be told that they don't go through a metamorphosis when we know that you have been an egg, sperm, that fused together to become an ovum, that then developed into a fetus. This fetus then continued to develop until it came humanoid in nature, known as a fetus at birth, an infant. And then we watch you because now everybody can see you. All these changes you went through, change of physical form change in structure, change in substance, and especially by supernatural means, there was no one initiating all of these changes to occur in your body except for you. 
You were locked away from your mother even in her uterus, in the amniotic sac. Her blood indirectly infuses into you all the nutrients from it, etc., so that this structure known as the body is formed. That is definitely by supernatural means. So, Michael, that's really interesting that you're saying that humans don't go through this process, but we had to go through many of these metamorphic states to even get an infant body. Now they say the second definition of metamorphosis is a striking alteration in appearance, structure, or circumstance. A striking alteration in appearance, structure, or circumstance. Now here we have something that basically can not do anything at its birth other than kind of just lay around. Okay open its mouth, turn its head to the side, then and retract its legs and arms. Now, you look real different as an infant than you did when you were an ovum. You look real different as an infant than you did when you were a fetus. So these are definitely striking alterations in appearance. Your structure was real different when you were an ovum, a fetus, and now here you are, an infant. Structure is different. Changes very rapidly in front of everybody's very eyeballs. How you look one month later, three months later, eight months later, a year later is very different durations in your appearance of structure and circumstance because now you go from something that can only lay on your back, make a few noises, etc., while you're out of the uterus. We call that after birth. And then now, nine, ten months later, you're on your knees crawling around. You're standing on your feet, walking, very different circumstances. You are entering into different realms of your reality. Now, this is the definition of metamorphosis. But then on the next page, they'll say that humans don't go through this. And I'm like, really? This is just totally misinformation. We've all lived through these metamorphic states, and they're going to try to tell us that it doesn't exist. Don't allow it. Third definition of metamorphosis a typical marked and more or less abrupt developmental change in the form or structure, animal, which occurs subsequently to birth or hatchet. All of these animals that they talk about, the butterfly will do egg sperm interactions, then it became literally a larva, then it becomes a pupa to a chrysalis, and then it comes out a butterfly. Yes, do we have analogous states of change? Yes, we do. And so you can ask anybody, have they changed from 
18 years old to now they're 30? Uh, yes, they have. I mean, they still have two arms, two legs, and hands, but everything else has changed. The capacity and the function of the internal organs, not being able to reproduce oneself to being able to do such, yes, a metamorphosis. And so I'm going to tell you later on here what I am suspicious about as to why they don't want you to know about these words, metamorphosis. They don't want you to know about melanin. Yeah, they don't want you to know about the word parthenogenesis. Parthenogenesis. They don't want you to know that word. But every woman has the capacity to go through that process. It's another form of metamorphosis. Parthenogenesis, the capacity of all females to clone themselves. You can only clone another life form from the female XX chromosome library, cannot from XY. So that's another word that's kept out of circulation, parthenogenesis. Okay, metamorphosis, very interesting. Melanin, these are the new words for the 21st century that you're going to have to start studying and understanding about you because these are key and powerful words that have extraordinary capabilities that you experience to a greater or lesser degree, and you don't even know what is happening in you because these processes are not part of your cultural habitat for you to be able to check into what your body, what your mind, what your energy fields are telling you about your adaptation to your thinking and to the environment that you're creating. Now, check this out. The synonyms, that is, other words that really describe metamorphosis are changeover. Now, we've all heard that before, the word changeover. That's okay for a factors. Okay, are we going to change over this or whatever? But that's the same word, a synonym for metamorphosis, a conversion. Another synonym for metamorphosis, transfiguration. You ask anybody that was 50, 60, 70, 100, 200 pounds overweight, did they not go through a transfiguration? Oh, yes, they did. Not only physically, but also mentally and emotionally. They had to for that type of formation to actually occur in their physical structure. And then transformation. Transformation a synonym for metamorphosis. All of these things occur in humans. Know that. I'll be right back. My sponsors are calling. I'll be right back. Humanity is experiencing a vast variety of disorders. HIV, Zika virus, Ebola, hypertension, meningitis, STDs, Alzheimer's, COVID-19, and many others. 
These disorders are the result of not knowing how to live within and navigate the human body. Most of us have learned how to drive a car, but have yet to learn how to care for and navigate our body. Enroll into the Jewel University of Immortal Sciences for Immortal Living to learn how to navigate and maintain a disease-free body. Visit us at www.jewish.education or visit us on Facebook. Okay, my goodness, time really flies here. And we don't have a lot of time left, but I definitely wanted you to understand that this is a word that you've got to become much more familiar with, become much more comfortable with and understanding that this is a change process that you are continuously undergoing. This is not just with the fall. It's not just with the butterflies. While I was out this morning, I took pictures of uh, the plants. took a wonderful picture of the seeds of the echinacea plant, echinacea plant. And many of you who uh, use herbs, et cetera, recognize this is a very, very powerful plant that supports immune function, immune integrity and has really helped a lot of people dealing with this COVID uh, infectious period over the last two years, echinacea. And it's so beautiful. It looks like a daisy, daisy with a big, beautiful, dark center, okay, and these beautiful petals that are usually pink and red, okay, unlike the typical daisy where the petals are white. This morning, when I was looking at the stems and the head of the daisy that was left after all the petals now have fallen off, I rubbed the head because it goes from a beautiful yellow in the summer months, beige, brown, really, and then now it's black, only black, melanated. And so I rubbed my fingers across it, and what happened? All the seeds were now detached from their origin and their connection of the development, and now they were seeds carrying all of the traits, capabilities, the chemistry of the echinacea plant in total, these little seeds. But all of them bunched together, they actually look like a round ball of thorns. Yeah, look like a round ball full of thorns. You rub your hand over it, and all the seeds now become separated. And you can see that this was the seed head, what we thought was the yellow area of this daisy-appearing-looking flower. All of that pollen and anthers becomes the seed. And now here we are able to reproduce hundreds of echinacea flowers with these seeds from just one head, one flower head of the echinacea plant. Produces hundreds of seeds. A metamorphosis. Trust me, a metamorphosis. And I was like, what an example that I wanted you to know about 
that this is going on around us all at the time, and we didn't even know it. So, therefore, next week, I'm going to have to go into next week, what are, again, your major metamorphic states that you have to become aware of. Now, one thing I thought was very interesting as I closed, they could contribute this activity to the gods, tell us as humans that this is something that doesn't occur in humans. That is incorrect. It's in error. And please change your consciousness. So they give a little story here. Many ancient myths end in a metamorphosis. Ancient myths, Greek myths, for example. Apollo changes the nymph Daphne into a river god for help or to help her so that she Apollo changes a nymph by the name of Daphne into a laurel tree to save her from this river god who was actually trying to uh, attack her, really. And so she cried out to Apollo, and Apollo changed her so that she basically could now become a tree, so that she would not lose her life and leave this dimension. Interesting. What a transformation. She goes from a nymph to basically now a, a laurel tree. The situation here where also Apollo, he was very, very busy here. Out of his anger and jealousy, the goddess Athena turned the malevolous weaver of Arasne into a spider. Yeah, so that he could continue to spin beautiful webs. That's an example of metamorphosis. Isn't that interesting? But we're going to talk about more about that next week. I want to let you know that we're here for you all week. The Jewelry Design Show is here on Mondays with me. Thank you. Tuesdays, Deborah P. Haynes, Healthy Trish, Nutrition, Healthy Kitchen. Please tune in. Wonderful shows and tips to convert a very toxic kitchen into a healing environment, medicine for the body, the mind, and the soul. Wednesdays, you'll hear the JNR show again. Thursdays, the best of the Jewel Network. Have some wonderful people who recorded with us, wonderful information. Fridays, you'll hear me again. And again, every Sunday, we have our, and go to our website, find out more about that at the JUIS dot support website to find out more about our Sunday meeting. And I look forward to seeing you and hearing you. And don't forget to sign up. You want to bring that brain under its proper architectural structure. So many people are having problems here because their brain is not of its proper shape and function. You have to understand that. It's a sad thing. This Week in the end of last week, over 150 young people lost their lives in a stampede 
in Korea. Over 150 young people lost their lives in a stampede. And nobody yet can understand what made hundreds and hundreds of people try to run down a very narrow street, and they got crushed. What precipitated them to all run? We don't have an answer to that. All we know is that they were all crushed, smashed, stampeded, and 150 died, and we still have hundreds that are in the hospital. And nobody can answer what happened. But I can tell you what happened. Their brains were not functioning properly because with something like that, a person who has a healthy brain, they will get intense signals into their body not to go that way. They'll get intense signals before they event. Something is not right about being here. I shouldn't go. We have people on the on the uh, radio that testified to that. I just knew that I just didn't be there and we weren't invited to go, but we just said, no, we we're going to go somewhere else. And obviously they were real glad that they, with their children, didn't go into that environment. So there's many testimonies like that. When the brain is healthy, you will be able to have insight and farsight about people, places, times, things, and events. So it's important that you put your resources as well as your energies into balancing, redesigning your brain. If you know that you've been traumatized, still dealing with issues from the past that you haven't been able to process and extract the wisdom from, your brain has been scarred with that. But you're in the past, so that means that you have to deal with it. But how can you? When the brain has lost its shape, its configuration, its proper architectural design, it's very difficult to do that. Geometry will release and re-sculpture the brain to its natural state with the proper geometry. I'm telling you this. So, again, visit us at neuroredesign.com, neuroredesign.com. And I will see you next week, and we will move into Metamorphosis Part 3 as it relates directly to humans. And again, era, era, era in our documentation, metamorphosis does occur in humans. This is a natural, continuous change in being alive and animating a human body. And never forget that. So I love you very much. See you next week and have lots of fun. And make sure that you stay hydrated, keep your brain hydrated, and make sure that it is its proper structure and function. Neuro redesign. Contact us. We will help you. It's painless and it's permanent. Love you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Jewel Network Science Broadcast Feeds. Join Dr. Jewel here each Monday at 5 p.m. on the Jewel Network, hosted by thejewelnetwork.com and Jewel University of Immortal Science for Immortal Living Jewish. For our complete broadcast schedule and additional information to purchase products, please visit our website, www.jewelnetwork.com. 
If you'd like to contact us, please send your email to info at thejewelnetwork.net. Thank you. This broadcast is under full copyright and trademark protection owned by the House of Jewels. This broadcast in its entirety nor any part of this broadcast can be reproduced, copied, or transcribed, placed into podcast format, placed into MP3 format, or suspended, or any other internet digital location without express permission from the House of Jewels, Washington State, USA. To reproduce or suspend this broadcast or any digital location other than the Jewel Network is prohibited and legal proceedings will follow accordingly. Thank you for listening. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.